0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot i staggering the gathering possessed by a pattern that be scattering over the globe will my vocals be traveling the rambling my abdomen is lying this babbling the grammatics that of masculine I grab the men verbally badgering bras I wish the Madeline was back on video LP I went against all eyes and got an even steven proceed to read and not believe in everything I'm reading but my brain was bleeding needing feeding At exercise I didn't seek the best of biases a lot of text lies I analyze where well, I rest my eyes and chastise the best of guys the punchlines I'm Nestle one this crunch time for your mind like one time if poetry was pussy I'd be sunshine cause I deliver like the sunshine Confined in the once minds the once dumb rhymes I combine. I'm hyped like I'm unsigned. My die. I unswine. Eating beef sometime, I'm trying to cut back on that shit. This rap shit is really out of control. My style is too developed to be arrested. It's the freestyle. So now we're out on parole. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we are live on a Saturday with your feedback. Yes, sir. That's right. Um, it is time for feedback. That means five-star reviews that you left any emails you wrote us comments on our website on the episodes that we put up we're gonna read all of it and we're gonna let you know what we thought about it it might be a lot of feedback i don't know because uh we did have um some days off um between so maybe people have more time to catch up and leave stuff correct uh we'll see as we get through to it but uh thank you for everybody took the time out to leave feedback five star reviews this
1: show is all about y'all
0: yeah the the emails all that stuff and i will check the voicemail at some point i don't think i uh just realized i didn't look at that yet so yeah thank you everybody who uh got wanted to get their voice heard uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball the bullet and bullet ball extreme and don't forget like the email address the black guy who tips at gmail.com the website the black guy who tips uh itunes stitcher search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews if we like them we'll read them on the air you can leave a voicemail message as long as it's two minutes or less. It will cut you off at the two-minute mark. 704-557-0186. Um, and on the front page of the Black Guy Who Tips, you can also donate to the show. Uh You can go to uh the right-hand side on the front page and choose to put whatever denomination of money you would like. Um I'm assuming we'll have a lot this week. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's... uh we had that week off so it might be two weeks so uh we'll see how how long it takes to get through the song but i'll do my best i
1: dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment the
0: song Today's a new day. New day, new Monday. Linwood C, thank you so much for your current donation. Mm-hmm. Grace N, thank you very much, Grace. Uh, we got a one-time donation from, uh, Sting. Uh, Sting and Scott T-shirt Designs. Uh, and Sting also sent us some gifts. Uh we got the lapel pens. Uh that have the blackout tips logo on them. Uh real smooth. Thank you, baby. So I can every wait. time I
1: see him he'd be like sharpening the suit. I be like all your all your
0: outfits is suits, sir. Right. Stay dressed and impressed. Come on, always. Zachary N, thank you for the recurring donation. Mm-hmm. B Coleman, thank you. Thank you. KBR, thank you so much. Mella Nike I, thank you. Yes. Preston F, we appreciate your Preston cedric w thank you cedric uh we got calvin N, thank you calvin I hope mm-hmm. that mcdonald's is going well me too gerard l thank you so much gerard james t g thank you so much yes deidra h appreciate you deidra tyrone A M, thank you very much tyrone uh jamel r thank you so much and that's a new uh recurring donator so hey
1: baby head You're on welcome. down to the, to
0: the new members class um Jason F, thank you so much, Jason. Terry W, we appreciate you. We do. Damien R, thank you so much. Uh Eric M, Attitude Check. Franco
1: Pride. Come
0: on. Jasmine A, thank you so much. Michael I appreciate you. Waste bees by Sura, thank you so much. Waste bees by Sura. Mm-hmm. Um Alexander M, thank you very much. Dot Street J, thank you, Dotstree. Uh that seems like a new name. Stefan H, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Omot A, appreciate you. Janine R, thank you so much. Renita N, appreciate you. Jonathan W, thank you so much. Mary H appreciate you, Mary. Deborah O, appreciate you. Rachel H, thank you so much, Rachel. Jeff M, appreciate you, Jeff. Corey B, mm-hmm. Andy S, mm-hmm mr span uh appreciate you mr span hey mr span uh jonathan h come through come on km thank you k no relation i about to say no relation to me mccall f thank you mccall yes early days of photography you as well mm-hmm. Carlton h thank you so much j4 the homie thank you j4 yes sir marvin b yes, yes marvin, marvin b, b. Recurring donator. Candice H, thank you very much, Candace. We appreciate you. We do. Uh Justin J, thank you so much, Justin, for coming through. Yes. Solana S, thank you so much, Solana. I like that name, baby. Uh Chriselle M. Thank you, Chriselle. Yes, Chriselle. Nerds and Luxury, those luxurious nerds hooking us up. hmm Uh Asia D, thank you very much, Asia. Uh Yvonne M, thank you, Yvonne. Yes. Adam S, thank you so much. Jason J, KDG, G, Anna P, Tom W, yes, Tom, sweet Jesus, that was everybody. Woo. Lord, that was a workout. I, I, love love that, I can't explain Holy Ghost power, y'all. Came like down the from heaven. heaven, hardships, difficulties, right now. tears, dogs, this is what I do. I, I smile. smile. Whoa. Even though it hurts me, I smile I know God is working, so I smile are Even though I've been here for a while still I smile, smile Hallelujah. It's so hard to look up when you look down Show sure would hate to see you give up now You look so much better when you smile oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you smile oh, oh, oh. And you look so much better when you oh And you look so much better when you oh oh oh. And you look so much better when you oh oh And you look so much better when you oh oh And you look so much better when you oh oh oh. And you look so much
1: better when you smile. made through the whole song. I know, right? There you thank you so much everybody Ooh.
0: and i ain't waste no delays between names it was just name 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 and still made it all the way through something all right let's get to y'all uh five star reviews we had several uh since so it started uh from my birthday september 23rd five stars by don buley who says five stars been listening on stitcher for a few years now that i'm making my own podcast i had to create an itunes so i'll start reviewing on here too hands down the most content rich people i follow podcasts and couples goals and the best reviewers of some of my favorite shows thank you
1: thank you come on through stitcher
0: and that means walking dead reviews are coming yes this week Mm -hmm. y'all make me miss home by Nikki k or nissi k one of the two i love you guys five stars thank you thank you Come on home. The Black Guy Who Tips Five Stars by Demetrius Dixon, who says, This show is my jam. 20 out of five stars. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Simply the Best Five Stars by Renee, who says, Been listening to this show for five years now, and it just gets better and better. The only place I care to get my news because they're honest and refuse to hold back. I love you, Ryan and Karen. Thank you. Oh,
1: thank you. It feels so love. Thank
0: you. I, I hate to tell you this, but I've been holding back a little bit. I know. Well, i know Surprising me too but sometimes i do hold back if you knew what i really thought about these motherfuckers <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> <laughs> love the show j mac 428 says uh i'm a new fan of the show are we tippers yeah that's, you guys can go about that. and i love the show please keep up the great work ps rod may have had a pavlovian effect on me i'm one of those people that when i hear about certain food enough times it becomes a craving. So, imagine my surprise when I suddenly started craving and everything bagel. Yeah, I gotta call bullshit on that unless you also went to Arby's in the last week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: nobody ever gets Pavlovian about that shit, huh? Bill Trill says, J. Cole episode on fire. This episode is on fire. I love when Ryder Karen talk truth. Thanks for putting in the words so eloquently how I feel and how effed up some things are. Go vote especially if you live in north carolina thank you for the ha-has and thank you for the truth love you guys amy thank you thank you yeah like that's the thing man i if you've been listening to the show y'all know i struggle with this shit because i really don't want to be on here chastising motherfuckers about voting and shit all the time but telling them their political philosophies are i I just completely disagree with all the time that's a drag um and i don't know that that's what the show is necessarily for but the show is about us and our thoughts and our feelings and you know sometimes that shit gets to you when you see the the consequences of the repercussions yeah and i knew it would be tough to make it i said it when it happened i was like i don't want to blame people i don't want to especially other black people i just don't want to get into that shit but i'm not gonna lie man i'm struggling because every day i see shit get worse and i just i guess the only thing i couldn't anticipate was people still sticking to their guns or even worse trying to do this thing like let's just move on like they talked about it but they haven't you know they haven't given us this pathway to the future that they claim is going to happen and they're just gonna do it again these motherfuckers are gonna do it again and i and i can't help but i don't know i've just had to write off so many people you know maybe they've written me off too but i'm I'm really comfortable with that because i feel like the lens of history and time will be on the side of the people that said this shit was never a game you can't gamble with your vote this is not lottery you're you know this is i don't want to hear about your allyship and all this shit for all these people that are being affected by the fact that you basically refuse to, to to do anything to mitigate the harm towards them come on like your charities and your fucking marches aren't enough no offense i mean i, I think they're good things But they're not enough to stem the tide of a a a a corrupt government that is headed by a person with literally no moral code no no like i'm sorry it's not enough it's it's basically throwing tissue paper on on a on a on a on a gut wound you know what i mean like i'm bleeding out here i'm dying and you're like well okay here is a paper towel i'm like motherfucker call the ambulance, I don't believe in the ambulance I mean, technically, you know what I'm saying I mean, I would never, I'm, I'm better than that um, Allegra A says, giving some love part 2, 5 stars, it was time to give another shout out to, to the dynamic duo that is Rod and Karen I've been listening for a while now and it's still worth it, not only do they give you black of their blackness with news, comedy and heartfelt commentary, but they have put me on the other great podcast. if you are questioning whether to listen, question no longer just do it thank you thank you best podcast ever rf nows 5229 says five stars if you want to laugh and learn mostly laugh all day this is what you want that's what i'm talking about come on i really be trying to make people laugh more than anything i don't always succeed but even I try. me
1: and it's not always on purpose <laughs> mm-hmm. like sometimes i just say stuff like oh okay
0: i got five on it ow five stars by s Sophist who says one of the best podcasts in the world no jaws rod and karen keep it funky fresh funny and intelligent somebody need to sponsor them so they will have to do that premium thing oh so they won't have to do that premium thing download the stream listen to yourself it won't be disappointed uh you know i really do enjoy the premium shows at this point i really look forward to them as a departure but y'all right it's a lot of work like a stitcher if uh, uh not stitcher if uh what do you call those motherfuckers that do satellite radio karen are you with me
1: yes i'm trying to think that's Sirius. why i got quiet right yeah if
0: serious came through and was like here's a check i probably would be like oh thank god uh, what serious xm yeah i could take a break every once in a while i don't have to feel like the world weight of the world's on my shoulders if i don't get these shows out i know a lot of that's self-inflicted but you know how it is guys uh flocka walker said uh five stars there's the title of this review by scott dre who says ha ha, ha 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 y'all are the best congrats on the great live show and thanks for coming back from your time off which you deserve dre thanks dre thank you love it Aggie10 says, five stars. This podcast gets me through my work day, long road trips, washing dishes, just everything. A lot of times the games make me laugh so hard I cry. Great work, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. My Inner Logs by Kenny Jacks, five stars, who says, I love this podcast. It expresses so many of my feelings about this current political climate. Our fuck boy president nominated this fuckboy judge to the Supreme Court and these fuck boy GOP senators ready to lose it all on this spit show of political discourse. Come on through. It makes me so mad. I told a bunch of people off behind Bill Cosby. Then Remy my caper for him. Ah, oh, that hurt, y'all. I was me and Jesse talked about him pregame yesterday. I didn't know she uh had had done that and i seen like a couple people talking i was like what and i went and looked up the video remy girl come on man like we can't just that ain't freedom that ain't that ain't equality man being like black rapists should go free because white people got to get the rape with impunity that ain't that ain't that ain't what it's about man come on i know you know better And and i hate that she been in the system too but nigga you weren't in the system because you didn't do it like come on man he did that shit not everybody is fucking emmett till uh bruh sorry I didn't even mean to say fucking Emmett Till what am I doing <laughs> not everyone is Emmett Till <laughs> what <laughs> first time I cussed him was like oh wait I didn't take that one back that was that was totally uncalled for that's not even what I meant
1: yeah you didn't mean it in an insulting way but yeah. you was like y'all use it so much you was like you he you can't use him as as the standard of anytime anything happening a black man is this
0: situation that's not true yeah I love Remy man but I don't love nobody more than the truth like you know and and it's not even about like awesome oh, and i am going she need to be taken down or she's canceled or all this performative shit people do it just sucks it just it literally just sucks when somebody that you think oh, oh this is a cool person i want to root for and then they just fucking say or do some dumb shit and i think more people should come to to the honest to that side of the honesty of it just sucks not and now she's canceled uh every time her name come up i'm gonna bring up this shit like i don't even want to do all that it just i'm tired and it sucks <sighs> anyway i'm just so freaking tired i live in a predominantly black parish that does not vote and when i ask people why not they say it doesn't matter the co- this country is screwed this podcast however is amazing and we'll continue to listen and share thanks for being truth tellers kenny jacks uh from uh, louisiana i don't know how to pronounce that and i know gabby's gonna say something when i fuck it up but i will try um natchit touches natchit touches not i don't know what this is louisiana louisiana fast put that chicken and Popeyes. eyes that not see that i do speak okay i speak that very clearly <laughs> uh but uh yeah thank you for the five star reviews on itunes everybody um uh, y'all much came on through thank you uh and i think we also got one itunes review for our sport movie review podcast which uh i'll read it here uh because we appreciate y'all actually taking the time out to do that so we have a new feed on itunes and stitcher which is spoiled movie reviews uh you just put in the blackout to sport movie reviews um and it should come up and we got one five star review already by mighty florist who says rod and karen are the hardest working people in the podcast game five stars thank you thank you I well, appreciate man appreciate y'all seriously um and we got one in stitcher uh, the light at the end of the tunnel by qtZ Fasheezy who says five stars my level 25 battle mage is battling through the treacherous dungeon of manifest destiny Emperor pertains <laughs> endless menus of, menus of hate and vow are withering away my HP love i mean low on supplies and running out of faith i hear the voices i need to keep going podcast sirens queen roddy Ka- R- queen karen and rodimus prime swoop in with the healing puns for your soul and the sword of ratchetness to defend your body with the newfound wisdom iron renewed and moving forward towards my my goal but no i am not alone and you will not be either if you listen thank you queen karen and writer miss prime thank you thank you that was like a creative writing project right mm-hmm. there you just drop some you just dropped, like I, I feel like i'm supposed to grade that like uh this is very original I know, I just, like are you sure this would not wouldn't putting nut off right <laughs> thank you so much though thank you all right let's get to the listener feedback on the website um so we had 1759 we are loved where we didn't get any comments on the actual episode but we did have a poll for the episode and then that poll got some comments okay we are taking a week off the regular show okay i'm behind anyways or oh my god where's the show guys 62 percent said okay uh 22 percent say i'm behind anyways and 15 percent say, oh my god where's the show guys (laughs) mike in london says i'm about a month behind please enjoy your break listen i would love to take a month off like honestly you don't even know lola birdie baby says love the show tonight so appreciative of you too enjoy your vacay y'all outstanding wc and bk says i'd be upset if y'all didn't take some time for yourself you work hard enjoy Mm, thank you thank you. you please get some rest this says male lady 2018 is not even over yet and y'all have done so much super stuff i'd rather you take out because you want to than need to do the exhaustion mm, good point agreed i agree as well fireworks says as much as you are missed well deserves and Tony two one six said, "I thoroughly enjoy your podcast. You can't keep me highly entertained. I think of you as my virtual coworker, especially because there are very few blacks where I work." Having said all that, you guys deserve a break. You put in way more content than the average podcast, or just the free shows alone. Not to mention the paid content. You work hard at your craft, and it shows. Don't ever feel bad about needing to step away for a while. I hope you enjoy your vacation. Thank you. Thank and you. I did enjoy the reduced workload. Like we still end up doing like some some premium stuff, shows, like which is fine but uh i did enjoy it i ain't gonna lie like i was like oh cool no show um rest we could sleep we actually did we were brunching and shit yeah it was a nice time episode 1760 j cole you stupid was uh the name of that one um and we had uh seven comments say a lot of people very inspired by this episode it seems Let's see what you guys had to say and uh get to your points. Jarris Cole, not to be confused with J. Cole, I guess, says um, uh says all snap T B G W T is bizac. So first Kevin Hart referred to his wife as his rib. Now she's his backbone. what's she gonna be next? His tibia or fibula? I got it. She gonna be his skull cause she keeps his mind right. Okay, I'll see myself out. Great show <laughs> as usual. Glad you two are back. Thanks, Jarris. dia says excellent commentary on today's show regarding j cole put that in your emmy reel i don't understand the mentality of those who don't vote especially people who work or collect any income there's a saying that if you are the smartest uh of your friends you need new friends i think some of these people believe they are the smartest of their friends but little do they know their friends are likely idiots i don't believe those two woke to vote folks are in the circles of thoughtful mainstream people who consume and comprehend information agreed yeah my favorite i can't remember who said it now and goddamn it i'm mad i can't because i can't remember if it was like a tv show or something or or no it was a black woman who's i think it was stacy abrams but i may have just given the credit to the wrong person but she was a politician and she was talking about why she was running and why people need to vote it was Stacey abrams it was on the daily show trevor noah was interviewing her i remember and she basically said you need to come sit at the table because if you're not sitting at the table you're on the table come on that is the goddamn motherfucking truth and i i don't have time to i really am not trying to argue with niggas about this Mm -mm. it is how i see the world it is the fucking truth as far as i'm concerned and all the other like theory that these motherfuckers have they can do whatever the fuck they want i'm on my shit like the time for fucking quibbling with motherfuckers is over. I haven't seen any progress come from those discussions and the conversations that people claim they need and, to have and, online. And this sweeping
1: change that they claim that all of a sudden people's going to be re-energized and shit like that. I None haven't seen of that has happened. And the thing is, like I said, we we kind of. We kind of view it a little differently. I'm like this when it comes to the people that did not vote. You did not care then, so I don't care now. You did not care about the, the people that were going to die. You did not care about the people that weren't going to have. You did not care. You did not care about your actions. And when you tell people that, it sounds callous, but but it's the truth. And people don't want to explain accept the truth of their actions and the repercussions the consequences of their actions you showed a lot of people your ass and said i don't care in your actions but now everybody want to act act like they didn't say nothing by completely disappearing offline or completely talk about everything else but politics shit and it's one of those things where i go okay you didn't care so no i really don't care about your feelings now you know you know because one of those things where you see them people that crying like okay you cry now well you should have been crying then because people were crying the whole time and you ignored all their tears
0: right um yeah i agree with you i think i mean when you say you think we see it different how how so like what do you think is different
1: oh because you were saying that you were kind of struggling and kind of you know you didn't want to uh, consider them as anti-black and all this stuff
0: yeah that's where I started last year yeah or two years ago yeah
1: yeah and, 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 and my thing is you don't care about other human beings period like like that that's how that's how it felt to me it was like oh you don't really care about anybody outside of your group and your family that the people that you can touch you don't care about anybody outside of the people that are on the same money level as you you know mm-hmm. you're, you're in these bubbles and in these places where you think this shit will not affect you and touch you because if it if you felt like it would The opinions and the views that you have would be completely different. And it's okay to feel the way you feel. I'm not even knocking them for feeling the way they feel about Hillary, about Bernie. I don't give a fuck about that. But at the end of the day, when it was time for the rubber to meet the road, and it was time for the actions, that's where my problem with you came in. Because you were only in it for uh the right to feel superior you wasn't really in it about trying to get that work done because if you were really trying to get that work done you're like I don't give a fuck who the other person is not that nigga and for some people, it never came to not that nigga. It was every other excuse in the goddamn book, but not that nigga. So if you wouldn't on that boat with me, I'm like, oh, you really didn't care. You didn't give a fuck. So now I don't care, and I don't give a fuck about you crying, wanting to ramp up, get people together, and get on. The, I, I don't care, because where was this same energy when people were telling you this? You were dismissing people. You were calling them crazy. I seen this shit online. I'm not crazy. Just because you got selective memory, that don't mean other people don't
0: uh yeah i I, so i don't think we disagree at all on that i think um i you know i don't want to feel that way though you know what i mean i don't want to feel like because i'm mostly talking about other black people Mm -hmm. you know i like i know white people leave us out to our own devices all the time but you know i don't want to ever feel like oh this black person is just out here like trying to destroy the fucking community with their fucking like anarchist leanings knowing that black people don't have a fucking tightrope to do that um, so I don't want to feel like that towards folks, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's it, what the fuck else was supposed to happen. Like, I can only watch you do something. It's like watching somebody, like, you know, just do something, get ready to touch a stove, and you're like, don't touch it. And they just keep going, I'm gonna touch the stove, and you're like, okay, but when you get burned, I don't really want to hear about it, you know, and, and that's kind of how, like, some of these people just uh being around is like a reminder of, how vocal they were and stuff especially since we all had an internet and social media like none of these motherfuckers go away motherfuckers have platforms nobody gets canceled they talked all this shit but they didn't really care as a game to a lot of people now that being said the game it's it's just bigger than us it's bigger than black people we're not the fucking problem necessarily i think um we could have helped be the solution in a lot of ways that people that felt that they we too woke to vote or whatever but you know the may you know the problem of course is gerrymandering The the, the problem is right district and the problem is um voter suppression the problem is um you know um white peoples and their pred- predilection for racism like I, i'm not trying to prioritize black people to a point of y'all did this to us no but i i do feel very strongly that motherfuckers were not trying to help a lot of them
1: right and i can add you to the group <laughs> like like yeah, yeah you are in conjunction you are a piece of this big ass puzzle i'm not leaving you out just because your ass is black no 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 all y'all were talking the same foolishness so i can add you to the group and i think for me the thing that was more of an insult to injury in particular, being a black woman it was like it was men it was black men that was doing all this fucking up and speaking black women were out here fucking up too please don't get me wrong and talking stupid but majority of the faces that they were putting on tv and shining the cameras and they were black men
0: yeah i like I, I mean obviously i believe that and then also like at least the circles i was in man it was it was a lot of black women there's a lot of woke activists and shit that just i still see black women that worked on hillary's campaign getting harassed today correct like it, it's crazy like motherfuckers have lost their mind like they attack those people more than they say anything about trump and it's, and i'm not exaggerating i've watched to see like i'll go in someone's timeline and be like okay they just spent all day going hillary clinton ain't shit uh, the women that work with Hillary Clinton ain't shit. Anybody that would have voted for Hillary Clinton ain't shit. Okay, sis, let's see what else you think about. Huh. There's nothing in here about Trump. There's nothing in here about immigration. There's nothing in here about, uh, trans ban in the military. There's nothing in here about, um, you know, Kavanaugh and shit. Like, you spent all day, like, you'll take something that's uh, not even about the Democrats and turn it into, like, shitting on the Democrats. Cause, I really feel like we reached a point with you know getting attention and attention seeking that it gets more attention to say that shit, like they run into a room and yell fire because I'm gonna get the most attention. It's not even about solutions or anything because other than typing hard on a keyboard, what's fucking work?
1: Right, right, and it's also one of those things too, and we talked about it before. It's easier to point your energy at something that you think or you have the illusion that you can fucking change. Talking to them ain't going to change shit. But you know if you take that energy and you put that energy towards Trump, it feels fucking overwhelming. So before you put your energy on something that you feel like you can't change, you'll focus that energy on some shit that at the end of the day don't goddamn matter and it's not going to move the needle.
0: Alright, um... I've also heard people advising others to only vote in local elections great but I would ask these people when you get in the shower do you only wash your ass or do you wash your whole body because you are already in the shower (laughs) if you're already in the voting booth why wouldn't you also vote in other elections lastly I see so many social media posts from people who say they did not like Hillary and only voted for her so they could not vote for Sanders or she was just a little better than Trump well I want to say that I proudly voted for Hillary Clinton with my tongue hanging out my mouth and dancing like Cardi B proud I attended a Sanders rally talked to some his campaign staff and i did not feel the burn i felt like that joke when everyone was catching the holy ghost and it passed over me yeah i'm so two things one i was very proud to vote for Hillary clinton same um like i had like (laughs) i really uh didn't realize this but i probably was violating some level of uh the laws of polling at the polling place because i wore a t-shirt that said girl i guess i'm with her um and they thought it was a shirt that said that was talking about karen <laughs> they did they, they were like oh so like you i'm like why the fuck would i want to insult my wife by telling it by girl i guess i'm with my wife Ugh. uh like why would we i did. do that? I remember that we got so many comments on that shirt but i'm but it's actually better because if they would have known that i was talking about hillary clinton i think i'm not supposed to wear that shirt i um, don't know i don't know the rules you yeah I, i'm telling you i, I do I, I, oh I, so when can't i wear like campaign slogan shit
1: oh so you can't wear a barack obama shirt when you went to go vote for barack obama
0: i do not believe you can karen i don't believe you can so at any rate they didn't know so i voted and nobody said shit um they don't keep up with them rules i guess uh but yeah so uh i was proud to vote for her man i feel like she still was the most qualified candidate i've seen run for president you know um on the main ticket and i was happy that you know she would be the first woman i felt like she had earned it um i i don't view politics through this prism of uh purity and shit that a lot of people seem to maybe i'm not idealistic enough but i don't have you guys know my (laughs) if you listen to this show you know what i think about race relations this country like i'm a pretty pessimistic i would say realistic but i you know keeping it funky people probably feel like i'm pretty pessimistic but i'm not looking for you know the fucking uh perfect person to walk through that door and i recognize barack obama was an excellent candidate and an excellent president um at least uh on the on the sliding scale of what i consider to be uh you know the 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 united states presidency i thought he was one of the best ones if not the best one and i think a lot of people took it for granted and um coming off of that hangover or whatever they were like I don't want to vote for somebody else unless they make me feel good the way Barack does and Hillary didn't make a lot of people feel good and so they blamed that on her but I don't look at voting as a as a advertisement situation like um, I don't like this isn't me picking Pepsi or Coke like this is a moral obligation that I feel needs to be um exercised it's a responsibility more than it is a uh more than it is a privilege or a right like i want like it means a lot to me and so i would never see myself not voting in a presidential election and then also uh, or election really period and then also i just couldn't see myself being like well i i just don't like her so if trump wins that's fine with me i just couldn't see it you know and she ran a great campaign in my opinion she won by three million more votes as a popular vote we just have a fucked up system that enables somebody to win a popular vote and lose it's it's kind of it's kind of the only way to keep a, a democrat out of office uh at this point is to figure a way out where yeah the vast majority of people may vote for you but we need to find a way out so you can lose you know and um I think the revisionist history has been very unkind to hillary clinton the she wasn't likable her campaign messed up she didn't campaign on the issues a lot of it is lies because if i sit those people down and ask her stances on the issues every last one of those people can tell me her stances it wasn't that hard we as a populace and i said this shit the day before the election i said we'll get what we deserve correct this is what we deserve and I and I hate that, I hate that we deserve it, I hate that, but that, the apathy, the laziness, the general entitlement of, you know, you need to write an advertisement specifically for me and my knees and that's it, or I'm not gonna vote for you, I will sit here and I will let myself be hurt to make a point, it, it's bad, man, and I think it is. it was exacerbated for me, specifically because of social media because everyone's on social media to be like me 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 and so those people would gather garner the attention because they were like me 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 right like i need her to come to my house and tell me and see look me in my eyes and pull out some hot sauce from her purse eat some chicken and then tell me what she gonna do about playing this that and the other and and the demands are so ridiculous entitled and ridiculous to a point where it was like You do realize they are holding the election with or without you and if it's without you well you're on the table you're on the menu right so all right fireworks says welcome back i gotta agree with you rod where arby's get that coin from hmm they have the meats not the coins it will make more sense if mcdonald's bought them my question i have is how do these buyouts work i paid 2.3 billion to sign it who gets the money how do they plan to get return on investment if i'm not mistaken burger king bought out popeyes and nothing changed not even the commercials so i'm guessing the same here perhaps someone maybe Karen, will buy out papa john's lol fireworks <laughs> and uh let's see falcus diva says the confirmation hearing of kavanaugh uh has reinvigorated my disdain for folks that didn't vote voted for Stein, or wrote in the candidate and it it's double for the folks that promoted that non-vote so let me now foycott j cole and his misguided self and while this administration is in power i don't think i'll ever get the chance to forgive kaepernick uh yeah that's that thing man cap people always skip over that part where Cap was on some like they the same ones to me i'm like nigga no they not come on you cannot be for the things you say you for and then let trump be in charge like it's nothing that should matter to you ah fuck it ah whatever <sighs> casey uh <laughs> yeah, on. I be,
1: I be, some people have a disconnect with that for some reason yeah it should matter mm-hmm. your whole
0: you a man said to the police to rough up black suspects he told them to do that and now he's the most powerful person in the country you can't tell me you're not defeating your own fucking point you can't i know it's cool and woke to say that shit and you feel like i'm not participating therefore i'm better than but you're fucking not you know it's just it's infuriating because it's just uh, everybody need to just like read some fucking books it's right there they don't want you to vote for a fucking reason man come on and it would be just as fucking easy to do i know my rights well what are your fucking rights is to vote like come on man you know like i don't i, I like cap you know but you too he's mostly become a symbol for a lot of people like he's not it's not even about what he used to, the, the the message of police brutality anymore. For a lot of people, it's about rebellion, revolution, uh, conviction to your goals. And, you know, I, I appreciate his activism and his, you know, like, he's not what they made him out to be, uh like, some fucking entitled prick who just wanted to be, get all the attention. He's a, He seemed like a really good dude that got in way over his head on something that None of us would have expected at the time that he did it. None of us was sitting around like, "Well, that's going to end up being the thing that keeps him out of the league and changes the entire fucking world." None of us thought that, and it sucks that he's become the sacrificial lamb because he he deserves better. He should be in the NFL playing right now. Agreed. But this shit where he was like, it's so not. He's he's not necessarily trying to be the advocate and the spokesperson for every single thing and i really think that shit was no i really hope that what he said about voting is something that he may reconsider one day you know like i hope so you know i i think like i said i read i read angela y davis's uh book freedom is a constant struggle and she's as revolutionary as they fucking come and even she's like but come on now she's like look she's like even she's she's like look barack obama wasn't everything i needed him to be and he could have been more but come on now like let's look around let's look at the history let's look at who else is on the ballot let's not be stupid and i fuck with her on that level because it's like she's so she she knows how to craft an argument and a point where she's not just simply being you know anti I'm, I'm anti-establishment just to be anti-establishment she's oh, like really? i understand there's some fractures and so, some structures and some framework in here and you can't escape it so you have to work within it but you also have to agitate from the outside you know and colin kaepernick just has one vote i get it but for a platform where so many people are using him as their avatars and shit to then turn around and be so callous about the idea that there could be a, a major difference in policy when Trump takes office versus when Clinton takes office, I, I just don't know how he came to that conclusion. And I, and yeah, it is going to be hard for a lot of people to forgive him. I, you know, I, I don't know that man to not forgive him or forgive him. I don't I don't know him. I just feel like those comments were were just I don't know. I just don't agree with his comments. I'll just okay. leave it at that.
1: And and I and can say for me, ever since I've been eighteen, I've voted, and it's one of those things where I voted. Not really understanding the importance of voting, but I was like, I'm going to vote. Shit, niggas die for this. I'm going to vote. And now that I'm older, I'm like, it's almost like the, I think for a lot of people, the older they get, they realize how important voting is. Right. A lot of young people don't give a fuck about voting because you're out having a good time, living your life, thinking you're invincible thinking the world uh owes you (laughs) you know you you, a lot of younger people especially in their early 20s they're just trying to you know to work finish degrees get educated have families children all this stuff so you don't really think about the consequences of uh, uh, and the repercussions of these the shit that they doing now will affect me when i'm 45 the shit they doing now will affect when i retire the shit they're doing now will affect my fucking 401k you know people at you know in a 20 something even when i was 20 something working at a job and people say i'm not invested in my 401k i was like bitch that's free money why not i put in my even i put in my 401k because i was like well if they're gonna match why would i not give but it's just that lack of
0: understanding how the world functions well my thing is this this is his platform correct Right? Like civil justice, uh, police overreach. This is his platform. Why would you then put the most antagonistic president against civil rights of black and brown people in place since Nixon? Why would you put him in charge? Why would you be okay with the idea of him? Hey, him or Hillary, same thing. But I, and like I said, I really, and this goes for everybody not just him we all took barack obama's excellence for granted and i don't give a fuck people will say they didn't they did because you thought there were levels that were settled you thought there were things that wouldn't be pushed back you thought we would not be uh you thought we would not regress this far i know you didn't because none of us did nobody was like and they're gonna be attacking the the most minuscule parts of anything obama touched you know they're gonna be trying to roll back the credits on all this shit we knew they would be it would be aggressive you didn't know they would be like the most obscure shit like yeah take that back too so yeah i don't understand how you can feel that uh, a presidency where you had some level of at least uh attempts to oversee police to investigate police uh you get the ferguson report you have a department of justice that is aggressive um and you go well they weren't aggressive enough okay cool but you do realize it could be worse right it could like there is a worse this is not what you are seeing is progress it is not par for the course it is new you are seeing something new and you go yeah no, no fuck it i'd rather just have a dude that's just out here like kill all the black people why that doesn't make any sense so yeah that, it's gonna be hard for people to reconcile that shit with cap and maybe he'll he's young you know maybe. that's what i
1: was that's my was my point of my yeah. statement before i think as people get older the abuse change. maybe
0: maybe there are some old niggas that feel that way too so maybe you know what I mean? Uh, pronounce- Stampo, niggas, yeah, I'm sorry. G- mature. KC Colon says, I'm just going to dismiss whatever rap- rappers say. They are entertainers, first and foremost. If they have opinions, I do not want to hear about it. Let your music speak for you, and that's it. Until you show me that you are not just going to talk about change you want to see, then your point is irrelevant. The difference between Kanye, J. Cole, LeBron, and LeBron is LeBron has, to put, has put his money, time, and effort behind making positive changes in his community lbj has made sure to invest in children and their families and while he may not have all the answers to say all the right things although i can't think of a time where he misstepped he's made a point to educate himself the the same cannot be said about kanye and j cole hell kim k has done more for the community than kanye at least her ass went to the white house a few times to try and get people out of jail what's kanye done for his community without also helping himself oh okay j cole might be a musical genius or whatever but that doesn't mean he's a genius in any other area in his life and in this case he's a nobody's genius in politics and the same shut up and entertain approach should be applied to kevin hart just stay in movies make your comedy specials take the white man's money stay out of the spotlight If you want to thank your wife for staying with you, fine. They asked you a real question, so you had to answer. But don't speak on it no more unless you putting it in a special to be sold. Just leave it to the entertainment. Because the moment he strays away from just being an entertainer, he opens himself up to scrutiny. Don't be out here caking for Tiffany Haddish when you yourself have not put anyone on. And now we got to have our faves like Leslie Jones and Cat Williams call him out. Just entertain, bro. Woo! you went hard on this one. Um yeah i don't know about the thing about dismissing whatever rappers say i mean you obviously you speak it for yourself but i'm not really one of those people i I do feel like whatever lane you in doesn't mean that that's all you are and i agree with you also that the best way to tell is through actions you know lebron separated himself because he's been vocal he's been educated he's been adamant and um and i what i love most about lebron is he learned and um he clearly did these things on his own time um and and i I said this a while ago but it's not appreciated enough because we're so used to like this performative activism shit this performative like i'm learning i'm such a better person guys we're so we're so used to it you're not putting in on nothing i'm not saying you're not putting in on nothing those some people do i'm saying we're so used to like we gotta go through all the steps with you okay and okay okay
1: I'm with you on that one yes
0: no one is promised that like that's not some shit that's like that's not norm- that's not okay or normal like your progress is your progress I fucking love when people go learn things get some work or whatever and come back like with almost with a finished product like oh no 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 I know my shit And this is why like eric reed eric reed's not on twitter every day like fucking taking us through his steps and stages but when he got on uh got interviewed when he got signed to the panthers he gave a succinct two-minute summation of the history of black people in america and was like and that's why the fuck i kneel and it's like "Mm, that motherfucker know what he talking about got it you know what i mean that's the shit i'm talking about so yeah i i like that uh lebron does that and Yeah, I wish more people were kind of allowed to and kind of did work that way, but you know, you never know. And then the same thing happened with J. Cole. He got asked a question about voting and he was honest. I appreciate the honesty, but that shit was stupid to me. Agreed. Um and then what'd you say, Kanye? I don't know what's up with Kanye, man. I I hate talking about that nigga. Uh all right, all this RB slander. (laughs) Eve says, "Arby has great sandwiches. Who cares if they never, if there's never a line when you go there?" <laughs> Name one thing in America that's great, but it's never a line. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. You you doing this for me. You you basically telling me the truth. Telling the truth on yourself. Everyone knows Arby's is secretly slanging that cane on the side and laundering the money by buying other restaurants. You just watch Arby's is going to be like Taco Bell and Demolition Man. It's oh. going to be the only restaurant left. And then you'll have no choice but to eat there. My suggestion is the buttermilk chicken bacon Swiss sandwich. They got the meats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Made me laugh every time they say they got the meats. I always think of porn. Uh,
0: do you think America needed to have Trump in office to teach us a lesson? Yes or no? uh You would think knowing our audience would be 100%, but they wrong. 90% say no, 10% say yes. Mm-mm, no, mm-mm, mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. I can watch you fuck up and get your ass beat. Don't mean I need my ass beat too.
0: Alice says, I have a few friends who are too woke to vote. They came out of the woodwork last weekend when I shared one of your posts about people who roll their eyes when you say people die for our right to vote. They're like, people die because white people are terrible. It's kind of useless to argue with them because they feel like shit is so, shit is fucked, so I refuse to participate. And I'm like, shit is fucked, so I gotta participate. Yo, real talk, man, it's like these niggas walked into your, like, say you walked into your house and there was an emergency these niggas really walked into your house and was like an emergency see this is why i don't even come over to your house it's like okay dog but it's an emergency we need some help see this is why i don't help people what the fuck nigga I, help or don't yeah, like you're not helping right now you're useless i'm so woke that i'm helping you right now by not helping you know the fuck you not we need to put this fire out together right now uh, my timeline is packed with news stories about them Gene, inaccurate textbooks in schools, punishing black kids for protesting, poor public housing and transportation, et cetera. But if I tell them to vote for their school boards and city councils and mayors, I'm corny, right? You no, know, and that that's the other thing you hear too is like, people will be like, well, even in some of these democratic cities, they still fuck up. Like, yeah, they do. But you know what else you can do? Vote them out. I'll give you a good example. My city we had that mayor i think her name was jennifer flowers white lady Mm -hmm. and we had a black dude get shot by the police we sure did um you know uh, and there was a lot of controversy about it and she was like we need to work with the police and we need to work with uh, the locals and people was like bitch black lives matter get your white ass out of office and they voted her out they admit the next election she was gone and I can't even front I felt bad for her right because right. I don't think there was a thing any mayor could say that would satisfy our anger at that time like she was like we uh, appropriate investigations like she said all the shit but she couldn't just come out and be like fuck the police which is what we wanted to hear to be honest um and because she didn't say that it peace bye you bye bitch and there she's gone <laughs> um now we got the first ever black woman as a mayor of charlotte um she said um we need to have uh listen and and welcome the GLP convention here in 2020 or whatever 2019 or something right her ass might be out the door come on fuck that bitch i'm i'm, t- like, I'm sorry like valerie could be gone just like that like it ain't listen it ain't shit to get another one and that's kind of the point of holding someone's feet to the fire when you are you know a voting constituency in your city like you know it there there has to be some level of investment or else they will run roughshod over you when they feel like hey these people ain't voting anyway then let's divvy their ass up you know so it's interesting yeah yeah because with her uh it, it, and it's
1: one of them things where a lot of people want her to be like we don't want that bullshit here we don't want it here why are you going to end up spending more money paying for fucking protesters and most people i think they did a study that said most of the time them conferences come you end up fucking losing money and your city end up spending
0: billions of dollars that you never get back right. no yeah somebody in the chat must be from charlotte yeah jennifer roberts not jennifer flowers and yeah vi is the a black lady's name i fucked that up uh tank both of those but my point being like the accountability comes from the investment like the accountability comes from you voting vo accountability comes from you paying attention if you just go i'm gonna stay home rather than invest in this shit well guess what happens those politicians prosper and all your little i i don't like her she didn't do this well you sat home so who gives a fuck if you didn't like her you obviously don't care that you didn't like her because you didn't like her enough to go make a change come on you know like you didn't like her enough to to invest and and put some accountability because your vote is something they want and now you can now you can put some feet to the fire right you know that's but that's my philosophy on life
1: right and it's also one of those things that and uh i don't know if it's fair or right or 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 whatever but you know it's a lot of unreasonable white folks vote for trump whether i could be unreasonable on some shit too and go well no you should have said fuck the gop you didn't bitch out
0: yeah like i said but the difference is i wouldn't then be like i'm unreasonable i'm not gonna vote oh no, no 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 i'm unreasonable i'm gonna vote republican i'm unreasonable i'm gonna throw in right third party like nah I want to try to make the best choice every time but you gonna hear about it you know you going to
1: hear about it because I put in on it so if I put in on it
0: you gonna hear my voice Sandler says I have officially reached my wits end with the wolves I'm done with their idea of either not voting at all or voting to just local stuff for governor house seats or amendment initiatives pretty much at this point their end game to me feels like nihilism and I wish I had a better answer but that's where i arrived at really hillary didn't motivate j-, j cole to vote well fuck that guy to be honest i don't want to fight the issues of old so that people can see the real america people see that every day every month every year yeah that's the other part that really pissed me off when he said people need to see the real america Motherfucker, where have you been the real america was right there underneath the surface as soon as they elected obama and it came out in full force black lives matter is a direct direct reaction to the obama years because that's when racism ramped back the fuck up come on like these officers killing people and shit and it becoming viral and all that but that's the real america nobody was under the illusion that oh it's all gravy now we got a black president no one was thinking that i actually hate when people try to describe that to black people because you think we stupid and you might be black yourself, trying to say that shit, and that's whack as fuck, because you know it's not true. No black person was sitting around like, "Well, racism's over. Let's just go out with well, people." Was in the streets marching. And now they ass ain't going to be out there marching no more because they don't get fucked up by the cops.
1: Right, because they changed a lot of rules and shit like that. So you have to change your strategy. It don't
0: mean they ain't out here doing shit. It just means they had to use a different strategy. Nicks can't be out here doing that shit no more, man. It's a reason that shit done died down. Right. You have no advocate within any level of power that's willing to listen to you. If anything, they want to see you arrested, beaten, brutalized, and incarcerated. That's the new rules right a
1: fucking see protests getting mauled down and shot in the street the shit we used to watch
0: viral videos in other countries and used to think it was a goddamn joke yeah that's why we don't have a uh, fucking black lives matter under fucking george w bush because they knew his dumb ass wasn't gonna listen It's a reason man you, you push the people who think can listen no ain't no more activists getting invited to the white house to talk about that shit that shit is no, done nope maybe when y'all get a democratic president again but not no time soon and that's the maybe yeah maybe not no time soon um (laughs) like i know the motherfuckers are like wait i did all that shit for y'all to still tell me y'all not voting uh don't y'all care about y'all issues well i care more about my platform and looking woke okay then cool all right um people see that every day every month every year people most notably white people don't give a shitter and prefer to pretend the problem. uh, away or blame it on the marginalized like america always does because people sadly are useless they can't handle facts nor can they handle different because their brains will explode like that one white dude from Scanders. folks were notified on this before 2016 and just didn't care until they were affected and now want to stop the problem which is even more stupid the point of history is not to repeat it in any facet and not to repeat those lessons so that future generations can do better than us Yet, what I've noticed with Cole, Rosario Dawson, Mark Lamont Hill, Susan Sarandon, Cornel West, and white liberals is that there's this idea that there needs to be a perfect candidate or throw your hands up and give, uh, give up type of mentality. If the candidate isn't a saint, it's literally killing people uh, this, on this planet and black people die so that we can have that right to vote and just, and to just throw it away, uh, throw it all away on some woe is me shit is whack. Take your woe is me sorry ass away from Twitter and vote yeah we have to want democracy in america to change 2008 barack and michelle obama aren't walking through that door and they said i need your help too and folks were like y'all got it like the fight was over the fight is never over because bigotry is a motherfucker i remember white liberals getting mad at obama for drone strikes and not getting after the banks then when prior presidents set that shit in stone and what did those crybabies do give him a gop congress because hope and change didn't happen fast enough that was the other thing i never understood motherfuckers Complained about barack obama uh drone strikes and uh like just a bunch like a bunch of shit that he wasn't liberal enough on where the fuck are y'all when it's time to vote in these local elections and these midterms where are y'all at because you sent you letting republican candidates get up there in congress in the house and stall out liberal initiatives you can't push him to the left with a fucking bunch of red motherfuckers sitting in there it's just basic fucking common sense it's not some deep ass thoughts that i'm giving you don't even need a history book to know this shit you are going to stalemate they go why did barack obama feel like he need to compromise because yo ass left him up there by himself and said fix everything by yourself that's why it's easy to go don't compromise well then nothing will get done and unlike you some people would rather get something done than to sit their ass at home and do nothing like, come on now. That didn't even make any fucking sense. Like, I, I still think that's, uh, such a ridiculous critique. The, hey, why didn't he make the Republicans do? Cause that's what the fuck they do. They evil. And if why didn't you go to the polls and make them not have a job? Where the fuck was that intensity? It's easier to tweet that shit than it just, and it's so wild because voting is easy as fuck when it comes to the scale of how much energy is spent trying to be woker than thou versus getting your ass up figuring out a way to get to the polls and voting for a lot of people it's easier than the other thing like if you put that much time and resource into figuring a way out to vote go vote if you are able-bodied if you are a person that has transportation if you are a person that can get a, a a couple hours off of work if you are these type of people you know then I don't understand how you can be like, I'd rather just complain and stay at home. You know? We're not talking about people that's like, I don't have the monetary ability to vote. My, my shit is too suppressed. No, nah, the people complaining have the means. They just don't want to. That, right, the people that complaining,
1: <laughs> the, a lot of people that have the highest voice. you go, oh, you can get your ass there. Like, yeah. you, the person that I'm looking at, there's nothing wrong with you that is preventing you
0: from getting there yeah mark mark lamont hill not nothing wrong with his legs he can get he can walk right up to the polls and vote you know nothing's wrong with susan sarandon like these are people that are just saying i'm not gonna do it so yeah fuck them. i swear people just heard that line from barack like mlk saying i have a dream over and over and over again not paying attention to what he wanted to do in order to make this country great but since forever people continue to be a disappointment in this country and that is a challenge a problem to fix hopefully 2018 goes well but until we get better representation in both the house senate and countrywide we'll continuously be at square one again keep doing your thing rod and karen thank you thank you yeah the other problem too is that we're not as liberal as, as as we think as a country like oh, no, it's just no, no, easy no, no, for no. me to know the people i know and be like well why don't we just use common sense solutions like universal health care and then if i actually walk outside my house and talk to some random strangers i will quickly find out that that shit ain't as popular as i think or a lot of motherfuckers don't know and don't care
1: right they don't know they don't know the process they don't care and yeah it's it's a lot of Uh, Which is not a a, a total excuse, but it's a lot of people with the fucking lack of knowledge, and they just assume shit just magically happens when you go, no, no, it's a process to this.
0: Yeah, so uh let's see ct says i i hate trump he should have never became president but i do think there's a lesson to be learned from him getting into office i don't think he should ever have been a serious presidential candidate i registered to vote went out on election day just to try to do my part making sure he wasn't elected and i try to inform people every day of the things they can do to combat his influence in government even though i'm uh it may seem like a lost cause but even your discussions on the podcast every day are making a positive impact i hope so man i don't know i hope so i just feel like for the mass the kind of people that disagree with me for the most part are just like this nigga's some type of coon or some shit and turning the show off my guess agreed i, I don't think people are gonna be like you really changed my mind i you know i was really on some like fuck this whole thing but uh i i, I still live here and i need these things like i don't and, think so
1: and if y'all I'm, I'm glad baby but for the majority of the people no.
0: yeah however since he is the president i try to think what i can learn from this election first anybody's asking me president if that wasn't the case then he wouldn't be yes he's a rich white man in america and the definition of privilege in this country but i think we now have a generation that sees the uh nonsense that president trump is promoting and want to combat that his election to office has prompted more people to get involved in politics than they otherwise wouldn't wouldn't have now people are discussing very crucial issues like racism bias and systemic oppression no offense they were discussing that under, under obama too that like real talk that none of this is new i haven't seen this up this uptick if anything i think they discuss it less now agreed i like i'll turn on msnbc and you know what they mostly talk about what did trump do today right and they don't talk about it in the like and let's talk about oppression let's talk about obama's presidency elevated the discussion to where people felt the basic necessities were always handled well uh the basic needs and so we actually elevated the discussion to things that we really didn't talk about under other presidents because that's what you do you know it's kind of like how once you start making more money all of a sudden you start thinking about your health you start thinking about your mental health you start thinking because now you're like okay i'm having some basic needs met i'm not just thinking what am i going to eat tonight because i don't have any money i'm now thinking well i know what i'm going to eat maybe it should be vegetables right that's kind of what obama was for eight years for a lot of people because we went from the economy is crashing to yeah jobs are coming back but are they job jobs you know like we got to get to a level where you know it was like um before that it was are we going into a great depression come on now uh. and that was just in 8 years it was are we going to have a great depression when will the next terrorist attack happen on our soil soil? Those are the things that people started with. And by the end, it was, well, maybe, you know, we should close Guantanamo. Why do we have drone strikes? Um, You know, uh, police body cameras aren't going to do enough. Like, it. that's when you have a competent person. It doesn't mean that problems go away. Everyone's not going to be happy. It just means that you now get to talk about problems that never really get talked about. And now I feel like we're back. Like you turn on MSNBC, they ain't talking about like. Well, let's talk about systemic oppression and misogyny. No, they're mm-hmm. like, can you believe another rapist is in charge? That's what they're saying. Come on. Like it's it's it settled now. The science is settled the other way for a lot of people. Uh, not these conversations were happening before, but under the Obama administration, some people had a false sense of security, as if we conquered those issues, as if race was no longer an issue, and blacks had graduated from being a marginalized community and were going to be treated as equals only a few white people thought that and those white people still think that low-key don't be fooled by this shit. uh trump is very a very harsh reminder reminder that we've never been equal the laws have always been against us and they will not get better if we don't make a concerted effort to change it and change will only come if we vote if we educate ourselves and we continue that conversation contrary to the trump administration we didn't need to learn the lesson we didn't need them in office to have these conversations we shouldn't have to have this bigger than office but since we do what are we going to do about it oh i see what you're saying yeah i I feel you like i'm kind of like that too we're like this is fucked up what can we learn from it now i guess the problem for me is that this is like this is fucked up 101 you see what i'm Mm saying like this ain't no graduate level degree of this is fucked up this is if you don't get it you're not gonna get it nope this one is simple this is this shit is the easiest pop quiz of all time this nigga is fucked up so i guess to me i'm like if you needed this lesson i have no hope for you mm-hmm. if you're like oh rapist is still alive then uh so they just be letting rapists do anything huh as long as they white men is that what's going on like no you know what get the fuck out of my house mm-hmm. uh no we back go gonna... back
1: to elementary school go back go back go back right
0: No, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure he knows and all his friends know that they do not control us. They will not oppress us. They will not silence us. And when we are ready, we will take the office back again and again and again. I'm not an activist. I'm just actively against everything Trump stands for. I feel you, though. I feel you. I'm not trying to belittle what you're saying. Mm -mm. I just (sighs) I just feel like if these motherfuckers needed this lesson, then just burn the whole country. EVE says, (laughs) the only people surprised about how awful Trump is are white liberals. Come on black people already know and the people who voted for him already knew that's why they voted for him come on exactly that's how i feel like if you surprised then yeah
1: ain't ain't no yeah. nuance for me Mm-mm.
0: episode 1761 hurricane kanye um where we talked about kanye west and his uh tweets after i tried to ignore his saturday night live bullshit it was just like this nigga would not go away best in the game ever to get attention oh yeah ao says happy birthday rod congratulations to you both on the live show well thank you thank you i was so happy to see your dreams come true well done wish i could have been there i just had to reply because i'm incredulous at the thought of white tyrell and guess the race speaking of tyrell i miss hating ass tyrell jones uh what what's he up to uh these days miss groupie tales i have no idea they ain't been posting nothing y'all. i don't even know if he uh comments on anything else and i think it was tyrell Joe's. Not got to be confused with tyrell uh jared says all i can say in response to this episode is thank you i'm going to suggest this episode to men especially the younger ones in my family in my circle it's a must listen i don't know what was said on this episode mm, but thank you thank you well what did i, I what don't are we know what was about? being intelligent and shit i don't know i guess we must have talked about kavanaugh on this one and rape culture shit Freezer says, note, feel free to skip this comment you already buried in the well actually on this subject. Following up on your convo, convo on LGBT representation in children's shows, with, while the legend of Korra could only go so far in portraying Korra and Asami's relationship, the same isn't true for the official post-series comics. Starting with the miniseries Turf Wars, not only do Korra and Nasami share several in-panel kisses, but other characters including Aang's daughter, Kaya, and other, and one of the previous avatars, Kayoshi, are revealed to be lgbt as well uh it may not be the exact reaching the exact same audience as a as a cartoon but the comics are still meant for younger readers and at least she the showrunners who are the head writers of the comics aren't trying to claim lgbt cred long uh, after the gay character is dead and the series ended looking at you rallying yeah yeah a few people have done that uh in different shows but uh yeah i didn't know about those comics so me either yeah but good for them yep EV says I'm convinced that Kanye doesn't believe in any of the bullshit that he spouts and that almost makes it worse because at least if a person has real convictions you can kind of respect them unless their ideology is completely repugnant but this guy doesn't believe in anything and simply says provocative things to get attention. Maybe it's mental illness, maybe not. But as long as people keep paying attention to him, the wilder the things coming out of his mouth will be. Not paying attention to him is his kryptonite. Once I realize that, nothing he says bothers me anymore. Kanye could walk around with a Nazi symbol on his chest and I wouldn't blink. And sadly, that seems to be where he's headed. Yeah, man, I I don't know. I don't know if he believes it or not. And I, I still feel that his platform is not as um necessarily dangerous as some people say it is I think they do overstate the dangerousness so they can call him a fuckboy and all these other, you know a lot of insults cause they're angry at him but they ain't all the way wrong either cause if you think about it Kanye West learned that shit from Candace Owens Who's a person I would love to see people ignore, but they didn't happen. And somehow her inane bullshit reached Kanye West. So Kanye West is gonna be reaching some people by the merit of him being Kanye West. And that isn't good. I don't know who these people are. I don't know that I necessarily would respect them or sit in a room with them at any point in my life, but some of these motherfuckers are gonna to come to whatever Kanye's talking. Uh, because of who he is and i don't know what to say about that I, it's just all of it i, I said from jump all of it makes me very sad the dude is just uh he he did not start out this way uh, regardless of what people say they might have felt he was a jackass or egomaniac he wasn't this this is different it is new and uh it's very disappointing and i think the main thing i react to is how much he hurt other black people i i don't think it's right that uh and i don't think black people will ever admit that for the most part because we don't want to look weak we don't want to look affected by something but i i i can see through the i can see through it motherfuckers just hurt
1: oh yeah he hurt
0: a lot of people with this shit, and i don't think he'll ever get those people back and i don't know how much of it could be mental illness or not i personally try to be careful about talking about it because i don't want to hurt people's feelings and shit that like the way we talk about sexual assault and i'm trying to be careful sometimes because i'm like I, you don't know who's been sexually assaulted you don't know no. you you might be talking to somebody right there in your face and you going out talking about Bill Cosby ain't do it these bitches be lying and then they sit up there looking at you like uh, okay uh, what is this motherfucker saying um so i don't want to just go in there and stigmatize mental health and be like well this is what crazy people do you know or whatever the fuck uh people say that's offensive to, to uh people dealing with mental health issues and i also don't want to be like you can't be an asshole if you have a mental health issue it could be both this shit has been going on now for a year or two you know it's, it's getting up there um i don't know that this is necessarily an episode anymore i don't i don't know I don't know he's the one that talks about going on and off his mess. He's the one that talks about not being diagnosed until I think this year or last year. I mean, I don't know what to say, so I mostly just lean towards the I don't agree with him. I wish he wouldn't say it. I'm sorry that he hurt so many black people with this bullshit and um you know if, if people feel like he's dangerous with his platform I hope they combat his bullshit and just leave it at that because I, I don't know what you do with a guy like Kanye West right uh, the poll is do you think Birdman tried to get Weezy shot up yes no or yeah uh yes 41% no 9% and 50% said uh, CT says i said yes but was the obvious choice uh lori you are real creative with these answers thank you i'll try
1: <laughs>
0: um and the last episode was nuck if you brunch. uh we had four comments let's get to these um we'll, we'll just wait for it take a second all right um amani says i appreciate you speaking out about these disgusting nfl rules right instead of all this violence trying to shut down the opposition why don't defenders appeal to the quarterback in the marketplace of ideas instead Uh of trying to get sacks why don't you come with some sacks rush them with the facts about inequality and over policing and get them to take a knee on their own Ha! folks were mad they're protesting during the anthem so compromise and just do it during the game this is why you're the top podcast in the game because you're willing to think outside the box thank you all right chub zero says greetings and Karen. i just want to first congratulate you uh guys on your first live show from all the pics you're posting i can tell it's phenomenal i really wanted to be there but i had spent so much money on a month earlier to go see queen b and j uh in atlanta side note if you ever get a chance go see her live she's worth it i'm writing this comment to talk about the racist domino's pizza worker when you guys started talking about it and it was uh WFMY report and i was like hold up that might be near me come to find out that domino's like 20 minutes from where i live so i told my wife and she couldn't believe it until i dm'd her the story you know what she did she called the store and asked them if this really happened i think she was talking to oh. a manager because he said yes and that was disgusting alright family y'all have a great day and please consider Handmaid's Tale podcast now, are you and Justin still gonna watch the theatrical masterpiece bamboozled I don't know about the last two things you said I don't know if I'm ever gonna watch Handmaid's Tale yeah that um,
1: looked like a lot I'm not even gonna lie I'm good on Handmaid's Tale
0: it's not even on some like traumatized shit there's just certain waves I have to miss and I, I don't I, that was one I'm probably gonna miss has uh, it been two three seasons now mm-hmm. uh, yeah I'm, I don't know uh and bamboozled i do still plan on watching that uh troubadour d says hey rod and karen firstly congrats on your live show you two work so very hard and deserve that week-long break listening to the show i may i humbly submit an idea for a follow-up to the men's hairline romantic comedy what happens when one man's journey to catch his patchy stu- short stubble into a luscious silky beard drives him from barbershops and bodegas to oils and incense as he searches for the perfect hair cure and finds love find out this summer terrence howard in Maine. (laughs) also starring james harden p.s is this california talk when you're uh you're doing open to the public love to show troubadour d i don't know i i I mean you guys will know as soon as we know i I, know when it's happening but i don't have all the details yet as far as what time of day and as, soon as we um, the information we will let you know if it'll know. be open to everybody or not mm-hmm. as soon as I have you know we're going to announce it on the show I'll probably make a blog post or something so you'll know when we know I, I know that much EVE says it's funny how you mentioned the Papa John's commercials they are all so sad now and not how all the commercials featuring minority and women business owners is pretty hilarious <laughs> still not eating a piece again mainly because we don't have any Papa John's in driving distance so the Focat continues yes Focat yeah, I would love to see them. What I think they should do, I don't know how long it would take, and maybe this would be even more offensive to people. But I would just take those local owners and put them in the commercial the same way they had Papa John in the commercials. Yeah, and just have them throwing the football with Peyton Manning and walking mm-hmm. in the kitchen and and just just do what he did. You may as well act like nothing happened and nothing. and still be like you know Papa John's like fuck this nigga he not the only one that work here right you know I don't know why they want to be sad you know alright trap brunch sounds whack actually sounds pretty cool or I never leave my house so it's only for coons uh Uh, 8% uh, uh, said uh, trap brunch actually sounds whack what I know these lames damn no no they ain't never coming to our events uh like I hate their events they was in there playing music uh actually Having a sound, good time and shit actually sounds pretty cool. 80% of the audience thought it sounds kind of cool. And I never leave the house so it's only for cones. 13%. I feel y'all at least you're honest. Jared says, "Can we change the name to uh Mimosa's to Crump Juice?" Falcons Diva says, I've never been to Trap Brunch, but brunches with live music and bottomless mimosas are abundant here in Atlanta. I went to one with bottomless mimosas for two hours. My friend and I decided we need to get our money's worth. The live music wasn't hip-hop covers, a black singer, and was so good with the music and trying to consume as many mimosas as possible in two hours. My friend and I wound up staying at four hours. Best brunch ever. I'll never do it again. (laughs) Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's like I don't want to deal with the consequences of this branch, but it was so good. All right, let's get to voicemail. Uh whenever the voicemail is ready to play. If it's ever ready to play. Ha ha ha. Number seven oh four, five five seven, zero one eight six. Leave a voicemail, It'll be two minutes or less. And
2: I'm sorry, I have one more thing to say yes karen i agree with you completely there are more more than likely we don't have any teenagers we
0: don't oh, have wait.
1: really un- I said, this so this like- is like
0: three voicemails okay I I that's
1: not like a continuation of something she was okay. in the middle of saying
0: all right so this is like three separate voicemails okay. that this person sent and I guess okay. I played the last one,
2: hi, Rod and Karen. Um, I wanted to call and uh follow up on everything you were saying about Amazon raising their minimum wage. Mm. Um I worked for Amazon for about a year and a half now um and I'm in Atlanta, and their uh starting wage was eleven dollars an hour mm. for warehouse workers um part time uh you won't Amazon does not do full time mm. for uh anyone that's not in management. So all your typical workers will only be part time at certain warehouses. Um and so that eleven dollars an hour was, you know, it was pretty okay compared to, you know, the the seven dollars an hour that or seven twenty five for minimum wage. Um But once you got into a permanent position, because you you do temporary for a little while or seasonal before you get hired on permanently, but once you get into a permanent position after maybe um, 60 days, uh, you are eligible to uh, buy some stock or receive um, a piece of stock or get a share. now, um, during our meeting, when they told us that we will be getting fifteen dollars an hour base, um, so people who have been there a little bit longer, if you're level one, two, or three, you know it will become more than that. So if you're on level two, you'll probably be getting sixteen. Um, level three, which means you've probably been there about twenty-four months, you'll probably be getting eighteen an hour, mm-hmm. and it just goes up from there. And that's minimum wage um, for Amazon but before you would get you know you'd be eligible for a share in stop mm. now they tinkered that away completely
0: so this so if you oh then she got cut off hold mm-hmm. off go to the next one this is all very educational um because i want you know people we speculate so much through these articles but now we're getting some inside dope like
1: y'all not paying nobody nothing you know sorry i got cut off but
2: um if you already if you already had shares or if you had already had some sort of stock with amazon already that you can keep all of those shares um but starting on november 1st is when you know everything takes place and is effective um that option or that perk is now being taken away for employees um so I guess there's a give or take, um, and some people were kind of upset about that. But overall, you know, people like me who, you know, just need the money and, you know, things like that were pretty excited about the pay raise. And I agree. Um, I believe most companies, you know, should follow suit and see that it is it is possible. But thank you guys for covering that, and I appreciate everything you do. And um, talk to you later. Bye
0: oh that's dope and then she had one more but yeah that money's gonna make a difference in a lot of people's lives it's easy for us to sit online and be like if it ain't 50 dollars, y'all ain't doing shit you greeted corporate shield motherfuckers like yeah that's easy for us to to just throw out there but i mean 15 is the minimum like she said some people about to be coming up you know and in an industry where they don't do full-time and shit you know for a lot of employees like i hope that maybe they even looking to change some of that
1: right and the thing about the the stocks uh that i guess the stocks was their way of we're not paying you anything so we'll here's some stocks Mm -hmm. to kind of compensate for the fact that we're not paying you anything but them stocks don't mean nothing if i can't cash them and get a hold of them like as an employee i'll just say like it's nice to have them and my thing is Why can't you have both? Why can't you raise wages and still have that option? I agree.
2: Yes, Karen, I agree with you completely. There are more more than likely we don't have any teenagers. We don't have anyone really under the age of 23 working at our current site. Um, These are adults with families, with children, um, with obligations, Um, maybe no children but you know people who are taking care of other people who work a full taste daytime job and then they are working this overnight shift um, to supplement what they already have so um, and and, you know and what I do it's a really hard it's a really hard position Um, we have four to five hour shifts per night only four to five hours and we work we walk maybe if you check your um Your steps on your Fitbit or whatever pedometer you use, maybe 21k or more per Mm. night if you're working the way you're supposed to for per four to five hours. Wow. Um, we're lifting, you know, 45, 50 pound boxes, you know, sometimes even heavier with a team lift. Like this is hard work. Um, so yeah, we definitely deserve the raise. But yeah, girl, it is not. It's not easy. And half the people who think that it is easy, who you know, make fun of, you know, people who work in warehouses or, you know, kind of look down at people who work in warehouses. They cannot do half the things that we do in one mm-hmm. night. So, yeah. Okay. Now I'm really done. I'm really done. Okay.
1: Bye. Thank you. Right. And and I agree. And, you know, it's real easy for you person sitting your ass in front of a computer screen, tip tapping and typing. Not that that's not that that can't be strenuous on your body. Don't get me wrong. But the physical activity is not the same a lot of those jobs you you it's some form of physical fitness that you have to have as you go have shortness of breath and all this other kind of stuff to kind of go along you know with that with those things and um when you were talking about teenagers at my job, the reason why I say I know a lot of these jobs aren't aren't, aren't teenage jobs is because. Uh, a lot of my coworkers. Sometimes the they were like, "My kids, my teenagers can't find jobs. Why? Because adults have these jobs, and they're not giving up these fucking jobs for these seasonal ass teenagers. They like,
0: no, bitch, I'm here
1: when your ass is at school. I'm gonna continue to keep this job."
0: all right and uh thank you so much for all the information too Mm -hmm. uh and i feel you um and i'm glad y'all got the raise man i I like hopefully it makes some things easier and you know hopefully they do even better because i don't think uh i i think they can still do more but it's, it's it is progress and i do want to you know address you know at least recognize that
1: yeah the only thing i do not like <laughs> is that now since you're paying them what they should have been paying in the first place you're taking that stock option away like that's what i have a problem with why can't you do both because that's actually a bonus perk mm-hmm. of working here you know like that was the perk was hey you get these stocks Mm-hmm. but you're paying me in peanuts. Like, this doesn't make any sense. But they were like, oh, we're going to pay you a liberal wage now. So since we're paying you a liberal wage, you want stocks, you're going to have to buy them like everybody else.
0: Yeah, it's just that thing, though, too, where it's like Earn uh, said on Atlanta, poor people don't have time for investments. Right. So stock, what the fuck, I can't eat no stocks, nigga. Th- That was my whole so, point. You so me. even with the whole, like, original plan of giving people stock, I guarantee those people would have been like, i rather actually had a fucking money. You know, this ain't like a startup no more. Like, ain't no, this is this not about to skyrocket. Like, give me my motherfucking money. I'd rather put this kid, this food in my kid's stomach than, you know, then one day, hopefully when I'm 60, this shit will m- make a difference.
1: Right. And like and like you say, I think they should have both. Because, yeah. like somebody was saying in the room, it's retirement, all types of stuff. Yeah. But, like, but like because knowing how stocks and shit like that work if you pay me pennies and i can't cash it out and no shit like that their stock don't mean anything to me
0: yeah and like i said i also don't know the details of that like what how long of a manager you got to be how high you got to do if if it's done for everybody if it's just for certain employees I, i don't know but all right emails theblackoutils at com. left-handed jokes brandon Rice. said how you doing love the show i'm a fairly new listener i'm hooked i plan on becoming a recurring donator very soon every time you make left-handed jokes i fall out laughing i'm left-handed i was wondering if you could give me some more of these left-handed one-liners thanks appreciate y'all brandon um uh, well i think the best thing you can do go to com and put in like left-handed mm-hmm. uh there we've had several shows. and i've i do that a version of that type of show pretty much every year on international left-handed day mm-hmm. so um it, we've i've done it many times you know uh where i talk about right supremacy and the right man and uh patriarchal uh right capitalism trying to take down <laughs> the left man you know so but thank you my brother in left-handed arms um fireman says just a note to say not for oh wait not for the show oh okay well thank you for showing me some birthday love appreciate your fireworks um sorry <laughs> i didn't even read the title i just put it up i just put everything right in the podcast email um Wanga says how good day how's it going you two? First hey. off I got home safely had a decent sleep finished my first day back at work secondly this email isn't really for the show i just want to say a few things well i'm gonna read it on the show anyway thank you for you both thank you for inviting myself and everyone who was in the live uh show to your city because of your show i made some really great friends from all over the states including both of you and will always be yeah. thankful for that that's also why anytime there's a show on i'll do everything in my power to try to be there and support it without a second thought sold a few fun calls in a couple of uh, 60 hour w- weeks to make this one and delayed flight nearly cost me getting there slide in with just under 10 minutes to spare uh wow i was it was such a great time for the whole three days i was there Dog. Your Instagram, you look like you, you had a was, great time. You were popping. Y'all was like, you having some shit? I am there. You were Pokemoning and everything. i just look up and just, it'd be a bunch of black people in Wanga. I'd be like,
1: what is yes! Wanga doing? Yes! It'd be like, where in Charlotte is Wanga right now?
0: Yeah, you was getting, you was living your life, which I'm. Yes, I'm so happy. Like, if y'all, under, like, the things that really made it to, for me, was just uh, seeing fans kick it together that had never known each other that person. my heart people that you know may have found new friendships Mm -hmm. and new relationships and stuff that you know wouldn't have existed if we hadn't done this show and brought everybody together and people getting to hang out meet face to face for the first time for some of you um and that shit meant the world to me because i'm like we made a thing where people got to feel comfortable uh you know together and they're all from different walks of life you know like that's my vision i don't i don't want to I, I never started the show thinking that we were going to be doing all that but
1: Mm-mm.
0: when i started thinking about bigger things i never thought of it as just one thing like i didn't want the blacks only podcast i'm no. sure other people have their visions of what you know their audience is i mean it's a show for and by black people but yeah you can come listen you can come hang out I didn't want to show that uh we were always pitting like the black agenda against the gay okay. agenda and stupid shit that like it's gotta be one. You know, I wanted it to be a place where people could come in and just be like, Man, we we just wanna have a good time. We recognize the humanity in each other, we respect that, but we also aren't above laughing. Uh, we aren't above some introspection. Um, that's the shit that mattered to me. So yeah, seeing Wanga hanging out with everybody else is like yes yes man. you
1: made my like literally you it was like i was looking at the pictures just to see if i was gonna see one somewhere in the background i was searching for you like where's waldo and also before we go shout out to the people that was like i'm going by myself fuck it and you rode out here and you had the time of your life it was a lot of people that was like i'm going don't know nobody first time in charlotte and I'm going to have a good time. And that goes to the environment that we created to make people feel comfortable enough to do that.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, it was just dope, man. Um, From, uh, from your live show, which was amazing, catching up with Justin, chatting with your parents and just hanging out around the city with other listeners. And none of it would have been possible without the time and work that both of you have put in over the years to build up your show while attracting a great community of listeners along the way. Who would have thought that a levitar rant, a bloke with a championship belt, pinky ring, and a joke about the Cavs moving to Seattle would have led me to being in Charlotte all these years later watching two mates doing their thing in their hometown? Yeah, man, that's crazy. I know. Uh, It's such a small world. Bo was actually shouting me out on uh, his podcast this week, and I was like, man, Homeboy Hall of Fame, man. Always, you know kind of the same way you know i'm just like what is it gonna what's it gonna hurt to give somebody the props they deserve you know um so yeah thank you i don't think i'll ever be able to repay you for both the positive things you brought into my life but you got a friend a fan a supporter down here in sydney for as long as i'm wandering around the place you know if you're ever down here to hit me up uh well if you're ever down under we definitely will
1: yeah yeah if if we ever make it over there but you probably the first person we gonna uh queue up believe (laughs) you you literally are the
0: only person i know in uh, australia so yeah we and we know you ain't (laughs) gonna get us killed cheers wonga side note on saturday when i was sitting at the shade in the shade near the park near the baseball field i had to play at pokemon go with locals for two hours cam newton drove passing on the moped ha! Ha, ha 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 so nigga wearing some some vintage capris <laughs> come on <laughs> was he your grandma's robe was he rocking a monocle and a top hat like, you know he was doing magic tricks Nigga had a yes he had a, i love cam do you have an umbrella with a machine gun in it what was he doing oh man all right we gotta go to the the next session real quick that nigga had a cane with a sword right (laughs) he was like (laughs) what are you doing here batman (laughs) uh all right let me go to the next session real quick and get everybody back on screen yeah he's
1: just like a comic book character villain Mm
0: -hmm. i love it He showed up in a house coat with gucci slippers on come on and was looking like he was tired of this shit these damn kids is getting on his nerves. Come on.
1: And you know Rihanna doing everything so you know his uh head wrapping rollers was Sofenty.
0: <laughs> 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 he just showed up and was smoking a, a Newport like these goddamn kids getting on Get my on nerves. My All right, thanks Wanga. Um and uh appreciate you so much, no man. Way, you don't dude. you actually don't know what it means to us that you would travel a uh, halfway across the fucking globe to be like uh, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes, he's like, hey, how y'all doing? He's like, here's some Kit Kats for you, man. I'm like, oh shit, Wanga came all the way from fucking Australia, yeah. and, and the, with the ill Kit Kats.
1: And the thing about uh you Wanga that I love is that uh you come, you always are happy to be there. You interact with everybody, and the thing is, you travel. You don't you your presence is the presence, but you always most of the time bring a gift and i'm like oh you bringing gifts and shit so. yeah you don't
0: actually have to bring us anything you already came from across the no first of all no one has to bring us anything but no. two, like double for you i was just like what thank you but th- you don't have to do any of this <laughs> this is so nice Yeah. Uh, and we but, always enjoy you yeah we appreciate you for real uh the rave apple dia says rod and karen i know you are tired of this conversation but as we head into apple picking season." I wanted to share this with you. I saw an unfamiliar apple at the grocery store last week. It was called the Rave Apple. I bought one to see how it tastes. The apple was really good, and I have since bought a few more. Since I have never heard of it, I journeyed online and learned that it was released last year after being developed by researchers at the University of Minnesota at MN55, and it was bred naturally through cross-pollinization of the Honeycrisp and the Monarch Apple. Mm. i fell into the apple rabbit hole and read comments from developers who said that the early on process in the process they hoped it would taste like a granny smith apple i say all this because this furthers your ar- apple argument exactly scientists <laughs> are literally in labs breeding two mediocre apples hoping to get it to taste like the best apple that has already been invented have a golden delicious day dear <laughs> <laughs> thank you oh, no. I appreciate you, these facts, sis. We appreciate you coming right in with that. Yes! Brandon writes in, Hey, Rob and Karen. The first TVGWT live show was an amazing experience. And I'm glad my friend Allie and I got a chance to meet you both and experience it in person. You two plus Justin and Chris Lambeth put together a great experience that showed that a lot of work and care went into the planning and production. Shit. Shout out to One Touch come on planning. it was <laughs> event uh, planning
1: man all them man we was meeting upon meetings upon meetings it was a lot of planning
0: yeah like but shout out to them because they did a lot of they did all that work behind the scenes they made it very easy for us yes, to just show did. up and do our thing if you're planning something i suggest you get an event planner yeah
1: because they're in atlanta so if you're in atlanta look them up they're very good but they
0: travel too yes so they you don't do. have to just be in atlanta but jillian and uh val were amazing people to work with uh it was also really great to meet folks i only knew by social media handle and or voice in person all in all it was a social experience and i can't wait for the next one and rod i apologize for getting to tell you for forgetting to tell you in person but happy 40th birthday and you and karen please continue to keep killing the game best regards be touched oh uh, thanks be touched thank you and no need to apologize Mm-mm. but thank you for the happy birthday wish uh this is from michael who says voting hey y'all y'all spoke about black folks dying for the right to vote i'm a local electoral justice advocate when i give speeches to black folks i start off with the phrase what would you kill for folks are thrown off eventually and they answer uh and it's normally around protecting family life etc i tell them that is what white folks think about voting come on I tell them that we didn't die to vote; we were killed to protect the white supremacist government from working for us even a little. And I'm glad y'all brought it up. Thank you, Mike. And uh yeah, that's some heavy shit, but that's the truth. Like to like the, like I said, I was listening to Atlanta Monster, and it wasn't even the main story. It was a, it was a story. I think it's the episode called Conspiracy. It was just about. So it was basically about why black people would have such distrust in the police and the government to even solve the murders of their own children come on and we deservedly so are distrustful of authority i mean this is a country they experiment on black people just to see like what the fuck could a syphilis do to a motherfucker if you don't check it we'll tell them we're checking it but we're not you know they've sterilized women in In my in my state yes
1: sir had to recently pay a bunch of fucking
0: money yeah they like these are the nightmares and the conspiracies that are true you know cia making money from selling drugs in our community so you know i remember telling justin this on the on the pre-game one time i was like i understand and empathize a certain level with the mind of a person that is like a hotel like a these conspiracy theory black people that are like they you know they put this in the book to do this and now obviously i don't agree with their homophobia and misogyny and shit and i think they're still plenty problematic on their own but the mentality of we've been so fucked with we don't know up from down fact from fiction because too many things that we were told were all in our heads are turned out to be true and because of racism you know like doctors that think black people don't feel pain at the level other people do
1: that's a fact they still teach that shit to today
0: right so but i'm saying um, what do you mean it's a fact
1: um that you know they actually teach not well i don't know if it's a fact as far as they still do it but you know they actually used to teach them
0: oh okay uh, yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a fact that they still some of them still think that shit correct okay i thought you meant it's a fact that we don't feel pain no um, no 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 it's a fact okay. that you know today <laughs> now i don't know if it's there written in a book but you know it's a fact that they yeah. kind of
1: just teach that
0: but um the point being like i do understand i mean we're people that were taken from our countries and put here and now so much of our history race we don't know where the fuck we even come from necessarily nope. in many cases so Yeah, there's a lot of good reasons to be distrustful and all that shit, but the end of the day, man, they, they try to kill us to keep us from voting. They do, they put us in jail to keep us from voting. They try to keep the polls out of our neighborhoods. Something about that vote is real. Because they're fighting too hard for you to have a right to it. It ought to be
1: a constitutional right to vote. It shouldn't be something that, A, you should have to go and apply for. <laughs> you know, you are a citizen. When you turn 18, you should automatically be registered and in the system to vote. Uh, across the, This should be federal, all across the country. But the fact that you have to go apply to vote, and then they do everything to take that vote away from you you know and once they take that vote away from you it is fucking hard as hell to actually get it back
0: yeah so i i, I agree and like you said they would kill us for it because because oh, yeah. like they did kill but i'm saying it's funny because it is always phrased as black people die for this it's like well they they knew they would die because white people would kill you which says a lot about them um more so than us uh jeff says hi rod and karen some fucking with black people articles is called so glad your live show went awesome wanted to rap on 1760 7060 j cole hey yes karen white supremacists have kept their energy for centuries and damn right the plan is to have us dead or in a plantation again before they will ever be we will ever be considered equal right yes rod people who don't vote dislike democrats and go third party they are anti-black even especially blacks people are crazy guys really some news I thought would be good for fucking with black people. Oh, we did this. Uh, we actually did both of these. Don't stop. It don't stop doing all love and thanks. Jeff and Osaka, Japan. Yep. We did both of these. Thank it was, you. uh, the nanny who sent the, the text like, Oh God, not another black person. And then, uh, the waitress who told, uh, uh, oh, the waitress was told that black people don't tip. Uh, no, don't not to tip black people. And I, I think we either did that one or. Or i have it saved so vincent writes in rod and karen thanks for the memories let me first uh congratulate you two on an outstanding live show it was truly one of for the ages and i hope it was the first of many i would like to share my story of how i got to meet you guys at the live show i missed out on purchasing premium tickets as i only listened to you guys during the hardest part of my work day so i'm always a couple of episodes behind by the time i heard of the live show and the premium tickets had already gotten sold out twice i bought two general seating tickets and made plans to drive from texas to north carolina
1: wow when i heard
0: premium tickets were being offered up i reached out to you guys asking to make a swap me and my wife were enjoying our trip so i never thought to check my email and the day of the show is the first time i saw you reach back i'll ask you reached back out asking if i wanted premium tickets yeah he had like he was one of the first people to ask and i when i got some i emailed him like hey you want these tickets and then you know obviously it's first come first serve so i emailed other people that were waiting and he, he literally was the last one to respond i was like fuck he ain't gonna get a ticket uh i responded to the four day old email but of course they're already gone Understand it understandable as you guys are a hot commodity i do not know what made me keep refreshing my email but i'm glad i did it's rod truly the godfather the hardest working man in podcasts and was less than an hour before the vip meetup was was to occur was still working hard to try and get me a ticket i really felt bad all the back and forth communication as i knew uh uh time for the show was near i wanted to say rod don't worry about me i'll be there no matter what i knew you needed to align your chakras for the show (laughs) but it really meant a lot that you took the time out to try and give me a premium ticket and that is what you did uh yeah it was funny because someone emailed in and she said i have two tickets but one person backed out so if you can find a way to cut these tickets um into uh like separate tickets Mm -hmm. you can give somebody the second ticket so that's what i did and it's funny because it was live like we were Doing show prep and all this shit and I'm just like on my laptop like, let me figure out how I can get this guy's ticket. Mm -hmm. And it was like literally like a couple hours before it was time to do the show. So, uh, but you know, that's the kind of show I want us to be. Right. As long as we can kind of still do stuff like that. I don't know. As long as we can. I just want to enjoy the space we're in because we might not always be able to do that shit. Right. the connection we have with our fans is very special and it's not like any other show Mm -mm. like there there's no show like us and there's no fans like y'all right so to be able to foster an environment where you know we're not super pressed about no nigga you need to buy these tickets or whatever you know where we could be like oh someone bought tickets and they just want to give them away like it it really warmed my heart to be able to be like oh cool living color bought all these tickets um let me chop these tickets up and give them to people you know that shit warmed my heart to be when people said hey man i wish i could make it but something came up at the last second you know dominic rivera supposed to come down and he's like hey these two vip tickets you know and i was looking forward to meet him and everything but same at the same time the fact that i could turn around and be like well he can't make it who who wanna who want these tickets and people was like, yeah, and we could facilitate that via our show in a way that other shows ain't gonna do that. Mm-mm. They, like, one, they just is is too unwieldy. They're not as involved in their day to day planning and shit. And, or two, they just don't feel inclined to or had a time. And no, you don't owe it to anyone to do it, but I'm glad we could be this kind of show that could do it. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk all this, uh, you know, ca- anti-capitalism, da 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 shit, you know, and I get it, you know, capitalism bad, blah, blah. But at the same time, like this is an endeavor that we spend a lot of money to try to have happen, Mm -hmm. and it's an endeavor that a lot of people spend money to try to get to. And I didn't want people's money to go to waste. Mm -hmm. And I love that we have an audience that would look out for somebody else. Cause right, cause everybody
1: ain't got the five dollars. People
0: could have put this this shit on like StubHub or some some other like they could have just sent out a hey anybody trying to buy some tickets, and instead they was like have these tickets give them to someone please on my behalf and i don't know man that shit really warmed my heart because that that's what our audience is about
1: right and 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 it it made me happy and made me proud to know that we have such an audience to be like look i got they might not got that five but here's a chance for them to experience something special
0: I got to the VIP meetup and got to see you guys make an awesome entrance. and got my rest in peace Fetty Carl shirt signed, a quick picture. Then I ducked out and made way for all the people in the line. I was sitting and enjoying all the people in high energy in the room. And that is when I meet my TVGWT angel, Shamanda Aww. She yeah i remember she was like three people behind, behind you, you. In line, yes she was like maybe even two and she told me she said i'm the person that emailed you to said i had one vip ticket to give away um if you could split them up and i was like oh i gave that ticket away the guy who was just in front of you in line he's the person that got your ticket and mm-hmm. you made that possible right. and that was very sweet of you to even allow us to do that and thank you uh so then uh he said she sat next to me and we got to talking and came to find out she was the one that gave up the vip ticket at the last minute her story was similar to mine and she did not think you would be able to give it away with so little time before the show rod and karen you guys made what you do look effortless but that is because you are both professionals in the shows i just wanted to say thank you for all your hard work sorry i know (laughs) i know sorry um, for all your hard work that you both do on a daily basis, and I wish you continued success in everything that you do. You both are loved and appreciated very much.
1: Yeah, it, it 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 does get to you because it was like the energy was there and the the love was there, and uh, you know, it's a lot of people that was really y'all. They was like, I just ain't got it. So when people was like, I can't go, give the tickets, the spit my tickets up. You know y'all just don't know how happy y'all made other people that was like, "I'm literally here, and I can't make it." y'all actually allowed them to come and enjoy the atmosphere and like I said before, for the fact that uh our audience is a reflection of us because we give and we 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 try to give to y'all and we pour out to y'all who we are and it means the world and it makes us happy when it comes back in various different ways and so it was you guys that made it so successful
0: yeah it was cool because you know it's a little thing that made somebody's day and it was a little extra work but you know i was happy like it just felt like serendipity that y'all came in line like right after each other and uh she had given away the ticket like she didn't even have to tell us that you know like just the i just the fact that she even told us that and you were the one to be like yo i ju- you just gave me the ticket Da da da. it was just a cool moment uh so yeah i'm glad to see that last thing let me mention how awesome shimonda is once more and also say i paid it for it since i did have two tickets and once i got to the show i asked the person i sat next to if she wanted a vip ticket she did give me a look as if she was trying to figure out if i was a trump voter uh that was trying to scam her and ask how much i told her nothing and uh produced the ticket she happily took it and ran to the front row to sit with it people it looked like with people that she knew sorry i did not get wow. her name but she also got to see you guys up close because of tbgwt hookup that's what i'm talking
1: about oh oh
0: and he attached a picture with him and shimonda so thank you that's uh oh, that's dope
1: thank right because he had already bought two tickets oh right
0: so uh lastly falcons diva writes in welcome back hey Rod and karen i have a lot to unpack with this email so please sit back and enjoy the ride okay the live show it was a pleasure and an honor to be able to attend the live show i almost didn't come i was in my hotel room working and my introversion and anxiety started to kick in so i told myself i would go to the meet and greet and if it got to be too much i could always skip the show and just listen later then while i was waiting for the elevator i was praying 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 no TVGWT fan was leaving at the same time because i wasn't ready yet and all that anxiety was wasted because as soon as i walked in the door and heard the music of miss lauren hill coming through the speakers i was at ease come on <laughs> okay when i put the list together i put the list together okay i knew what people needed to hear so uh so at ease i was striking up conversations with people that typically only happens around people i know or when i feel like i have to be on office networking event community service etc it was funny because i would initially introduce myself use my government name i partially wanted to remain incognito but then i also wanted to be able to interact with folks in real life the same way we interact online i knew that was that that was the right choice by the way uh y'all hugged me when i said who i was yeah falcons diva you know justin i know justin was looking for you because you was coming to throw hands so (laughs) next time we do an event i'll try to have a hands booth for justin uh anyway i'm so glad i didn't go back to the room and uh oh wait i'm sorry i met uh, so many amazing people i want to mention that folks uh the folks but i'm afraid i'm going to forget someone but then again i believe in getting flowers while people can enjoy them so i'll just say congrats again to my sister on her move to charlotte i'm so excited for you and your future Prof cory that dress was fabulous on you liz i hope you're uh you've come to love your beautiful haircut as much as i do K. Can, my girl i truly enjoy hanging out with you all night and the cute couple from nyc i'll be looking for you in new orleans at essence fest next year the tv fam is such a great group of people and it's only because you two are so great uh anyway i'm so glad i didn't go back to the room and skip the live show especially since rye wasn't able to say the beginning of the show right listen want to send a lifetime performance (laughs) (laughs) there will not be a repeat the show was great but the best part to me was watching how karen looked at rod karen you have such a beautiful spirit that shines through your air through on the airways seeing you engage with people really blessed me but watching how you look at rod when he's running the show was something that etched in my brain forever yes i yes I laugh but my cheeks hurt the most from smiling at the loving way you look at ride. it's indescribable and I'm tearing up again just think about it so I end my live show comments now Oh, Black blacksonian hip hop curator uh I first saw qu- tweets right after the live show it was a random comments but I didn't know the folks were mad about so I said to myself I'll just wait till Rod and Karen cover it that's what I usually do when I see black twitter up in arms then y'all tweeted you were out for the week nigga I had to do my own research ha <laughs> La- while i fully support y'all taking time off i don't support having to find out stuff on my own ain't it a lot like you really need a degree in Twitterospathy, uh Twitterospathy. i don't know what it'll be twitter optic i don't know what it'd be you need a degree in black twitter to find these things yeah you do you need to know how to work the system like especially like once you've been on there as much as i have because like certain niggas be having you blogged and other motherfuckers you got muted because you tired of their shit all the time but then you gotta unmute for a second to figure <laughs> out what the fuck come is- on because they are always mad which is why you got them muted and you have to mute them again cause you're like that's that is right you you do always be banging
1: yeah you forget Then you be like oh there you go wait a minute let me mute you again
0: so yeah man i definitely uh understand that it is time-staking work to find where the shade started but it is it's worth it yes it is seriously next time you take a week off i'm gonna take a week off twitter <laughs> kavanaugh other trash. The other day when you were taking out the trash, I found myself getting so angry. I'm not going to go into specifics. Why? Because email's too long. Let me just say that for the first time, I was hoping for white people news. <laughs> I wanted the, cor- <laughs> I wanted the corny cover and everything. Well, white people news sans dash y'all man. Last thing, right are you going to do a spoiler review for Night School? It was so funny to me. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah, we uh, seen it I have to go
0: see it to be mm-hmm. honest. We but did, yeah. if I see it, I will the last month because of the live show and shit i really didn't get to go to the movies yeah
1: yeah, because we would have normally put out more reviews but yeah it was so much prepping and planning and then we had to rest so yeah we gonna step our game up
0: uh we did see venom thursday yes we did we did that review but i uh, will work on it anyways i love you guys i'm glad i was able to meet y'all before you really blew up falcons diva thank you
1: not really where's we going when you really blew up
0: first of all thank you for overcoming your anxiety to be there maybe that's a lot yeah i'm glad that we had a kind of audience that would allow you to like let your guard down and blend in and feel like you know what dog i'm among my people uh this is the least nervous i ever felt about any event i've ever done um some people are saying it's because i'm at home or whatever but i don't know i don't even feel nervous about going to california maybe it'll change when we get on the plane or something i don't know i don't uh i don't know i feel like i'm at a point where i'm doing what i'm meant to be doing we're doing what we're meant to be doing Mm -hmm. we're doing good work um and i'm seeing just life and people differently you know i'm realizing what is important what put what energy i want to expand in the universe and what i don't what people are worthwhile what things are worthwhile, what enriches me, what doesn't, um, and, you know, learning to let go of the things you can't control, like, how people perceive you, right? who falls in and out of your life, um, who falls in and out of your podcast, or whatever the fuck, like, Correct. no, I don't know, I feel more comfortable than I've ever felt in my skin, um, right now, um, and I don't, I don't, I don't know, I feel like 20, 17 was a year where i pushed myself to be uncomfortable so that i could see what i could do in certain areas of my life that i've never would have thought in a million years i'd be trying to talk to a room full of people or hopping on some fucking plane yeah, right
1: traveling that was your first time traveling the first year of traveling wasn't it
0: no that was three years ago okay. with we the revolt con that was my first time getting on a plane um and then uh you know we did awesome comedy. we drove there um did
1: negro con we flew to that negro one. con we
0: flew and then we went to pod we flew to that um you know doing our own live show here like but i was nervous at all that stuff because and it was anxious and i was physically ill like it made me i think one of them you got sick i got sick on all of them um i got sick when we drove to awesome con yeah uh i, I still think that was wendy's but whatever yeah, i, I was super sick i yeah. mean on top of nerves and stuff but once we got on stage and started doing our thing, I felt so much better. And talking to the fans, I felt so much better. Because um, that was actually our first time really meeting people. And then... Yeah, that was. And then um, going to Revolt Con, same thing. I was nervous. I don't know how to... Like, we're not fucking celebrities in, in, in that, like... And nobody's talking. Like, that. this is easy. This is what we do. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like that. And people and and i'm not necessarily comfortable with the idea of of being like that <laughs> like Mm-mm. the where's my car jeeves you know like i'm not <laughs> no, really neither. me either. like i might i like to be funny i like to do things in our element but i'm not i don't want to be a star i don't want to be getting recognized everywhere right. i don't want to be signing shit like it's just not a dream of mine right and,
1: and that wasn't the goal and even when i event planners they was like hey hey y'all know we can do this because like i said we used to doing so much shit on our own they had to they had to tell us to chill out and allow them to do their jobs
0: yeah so then with PyCon, we're flying to seattle Mm -hmm. halfway across the well across the entire country across the country and you know longest i've ever been on a plane obviously furthest i've been away from home um and we're sitting up there you know and i mean and that ain't shit to some people but i really ain't trying to run this race to impress everybody else like i never thought i could have lived my entire life and never hopped on a plane and been fine like real talk it was like and it wasn't like out of fear or nothing It was just like i like i like myself and i like where i'm at uh you know but those things expanded and broadened my horizons to make me think of other things like oh what if we go overseas what if we mm-hmm. Go out of the country. What if we, you know, these are things that I hadn't experienced before and this podcast made possible, uh, for us, you know, and so, you know, but even with Seattle, you know, I was, you, you travel, you're dealing with all these people. Uh, I just felt, you know, kind of almost exhausted and then nervous and then I want to get the show right and are they going to record it and all this type of shit, you know, and, um, once again we meet people and our audience is always so nice and there's such the like wind beneath our wings to be corny like that but right they and they show up and they let they let us know we are here like we might not have the most people in the house but we always had the best people in the house Mm -hmm. which is which is my vision that is my vision right i've never wanted to have the biggest audience i did always want the best audience and i think we have done that And when, like, to, I've never met a listener that I wasn't like, yo, that's a cool, like, I am glad that person listens to us. Right. Like, I haven't, and knock on wood, but I haven't had the run in yet where I'm like, damn motherfucker listening to us? Jesus Christ, not this nigga. Like, every single person I'm like, yo, that's cool. Thank, wow. Mm -hmm. And, like, in Seattle, sitting there holding court and talking to people at the meet and greet, really, when I, like like i said i was out of it i was kind of like you know i I need to lay down it's kind of a lot it's overwhelming but as soon as i started talking to people boom it was like you would have thought we planned it right how smooth like you if there would have been a camera crew around people would be like oh so it's like a script or something it's like no we just Mm -hmm. started talking and they just formed a circle (laughs) and we started talking about where people were from what they did for a living we kind of went through each person we signed shit Mm -hmm. um And then like uh you know then this live event and this live event I felt so comfortable and I think part of that is cause I pushed myself in 2017 to be uncomfortable and then this year is kind of about finding kind of about finding my zone right and so I found my zone this year you know to be like this is where I'm comfortable and and it's things that I got from last year and 2016 that I wouldn't have had so I'm like you, so basically like i have things now that um are tools i gained from being uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know um and each time we keep surprising ourselves or surprising me at least where i'm like wow this this went off easier than i thought it would this is we because we do care so much and mm-hmm. we operate with a with a with a, a army of people that that give a fuck about us, and not just you know, the surface level. And I don't know how long that lasts. I don't know how it, how that changes over time. I didn't see any of this happening when I was in the cubicle. Sure you didn't eight um, eight years ago. Yeah, if you'd have told me we'd have uh, had a show. Human shout shot at the Bloomingdale Performance Art
1: Center, and we people been asking for our signature, and we have been signing T shirts and stuff like that. It's one of those things where I'd have been like, "Word," you know. I could see it i I could see the growth, but sometimes it's even bigger than w- your vision
0: yeah i like when eight years ago when we started this show, no, didn't see any of this when I lost my job, I didn't see like four years ago, my dad was asking me what you gonna do, and I was like, I gotta try it, or I can't respect myself and you know karen was like you can do this and i was like i don't know we will see i can i know i have to try and um even with uh even with the 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 time since then like you know the there's other shit coming that i'm just like like i can't believe some of the people that are interested in seeing what we do. You know what Ain't I mean? That the truth. Like and I I'm you know, I don't ever believe in shit till it happened. But, you know, if things work out like there's things coming to I'm just like, so you care about this shit. Okay. You know like if you say something, I'm like, all right, well come on, Come on through, you know, so um yeah, that's the kind of that's I feel like we are in a good place and I feel like I'm I'm so happy that you know you didn't you know turn around go back to your room because that's really what i had to learn to get over is the part of me that just wants to go back to my room and the part of me that's like i can just play video games why meet people they (laughs) people are kind of the problem if you think about it you know like i i had to get out of that comfort zone and and i'm sure you know even more about that than me but uh you know as a person that's anxious as a person that's trying to live a full human life that is not just being angry or being funny or being sad like i want to have a full range of emotions and shit i feel like uh i'm 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 able to do that in ways i wasn't before and i'm I'm very happy and i'm very thankful to all of y'all that listen and support us and make it possible for two niggas with spare mics in a spare bedroom to do all the shit that we do
1: right and uh you weren't the only one it was uh one uh lady she came up and she was so soft in her voice she's like i'm just a little nervous and i want you you know so you and not. it was a lot of people there that that had that same feeling but because the environment is so welcoming everybody had that connection of us so since everybody had the connection of us everybody just began to interact with each other and it began just to knock down those walls that people had built up
0: yeah man it it meant so much that people traveled to come see us and for real we feel special and all of that stuff you know but i'm not blowing smoke up your ass either Mm -mm. we we deserve we like we we earned it um we work hard as fuck it was a, in ways that it's a lot of work look the ways that your fave could never you know what i mean like there's certain shit we do where i'm like yeah y'all no 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 not everybody can do this we don't have a team behind us Mm-mm. we don't have a brand behind us we don't have funding we don't have uh the white cosigns we don't have a lot of shit we don't have the biggest listener base we just have people that really believe in us that really are entertained and served by us that i'm always proud to i'm proud to have the fans that we have same and you know i i tell all the time i'm like i assume no one listens to the show i assume nobody uh knows about the show i don't walk around with chip on my shoulder like Mm -mm. bitch i'm riding miss prime like i don't do that so uh it is all and i and honestly i'm thankful for that mentality it's our natural state of being because. I'm always surprised when things are going great and people are like, every time I get like a alert, I'm like, they still paying. Look at this. <laughs> wow, good for us. Like, so I'm just happy, man. Thank you so much, uh, you know, for making us happy and mm-hmm. for uh, being the inspiration to us. All right, that's it, uh, for this feedback show. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Until, uh, next, oh, and this week, we will have JL Kelvin. JL Call on, on the show uh he is promoting his new album thoughts and prayers a double album comedy stand-up album uh some people from my audience were there for the live taping mm-hmm. uh i'm sure that it will be fun i'm gonna try to get him to do as many impressions as i can um and uh try to get people to go out and support his album because uh that's a very funny dude uh and yes. it might i i, I I hope jl's just being dramatic again but it's a chance this is his last thing he ever does with stand up right which sucks man but i don't know man i love that fool so uh he'll Same. be here he'll be here this week so my problematic faith all right guys <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to you we'll talk to you tomorrow uh until then i love you i love you too <laughs>